we feel drawn, almost like we're under a spell with our cluster B. But who's really in control of the relationship? Are we living under the thumb of our cluster B? Welcome to this podcast. Living under the thumb of a cluster B. What does that mean to you? Well, when you think about your relationship with your cluster B, when I think about my relationship with my wife for over 21 years, almost 22 years now, and I think back about control, who's in control of the relationship? And I think it's very easy for us to be able to come to a conclusion that the cluster B, whether they're a borderline or whether they're a narcissist, is in full control of the relationship. We are always trying to somehow, some way, please them. Somehow, some way, not triggering them. Okay, we walk on eggshells. We justify, argue, defend, and explain everything that they question. We question our own sanity. We question whether or not we should be feeling the way that we're feeling. We are gaslit into wondering whether we are at fault, whether it is our fault for the relationship going the way that it's going. And what can we do to make it better? So in essence, we are living under the thumb of our significant other. And it can be, again, a mother, a father, an aunt, an uncle, a brother, a sister, a cousin. It doesn't have to be necessarily somebody who we are intimate with, somebody who's a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband, or a wife. I see the dominance in the relationship and the dynamics between our daughter and my wife. It's not pretty. My wife has now since discarded our daughter because our daughter acted out in frustration, went to war with her, and now my wife is done with our daughter. So much so that, unfortunately, my, my daughter has a job and my wife refuses to take her to work. She wants to teach her a life lesson, but in essence, she's basically setting her up to be fired because I can't take her to work simply because my schedule kind of intersects with my daughter's schedule. And because I work seven days a week and I work overnights over the weekend, that's when my daughter works. Unfortunately, I'm not available to take her or pick her up because it kind of, as I said, is a conflict between my work schedule and hers. So who suffers? Does my wife suffer? No. Does my daughter suffer? Yes. And do I suffer? Well, yeah, I do because I would like to be able to help her, but I can't. When cluster bees detach, when they discard, it makes a situation very uncomfortable in a family dynamic. You can watch the the whole circumstance unfold in front of your eyes. I, I saw the discard happen. And now we're in the detachment phase. We're in the discard phase. My wife wants nothing to do with our daughter because she's basically stepping back and waiting for an apology 
for our daughter to apologize, which she did, but my wife didn't hear because it wasn't a good enough apology. And so we carry on in this dysfunctional, very unpleasant atmosphere because when a discard happens, whether it's to you or somebody in your family, everybody is affected. There's a mushroom cloud. There's a fallout. And I think I've addressed this in a previous podcast, this nuclear fallout, this relational fallout that everybody has to endure. Everybody has to put up with. So again, you have to ask yourself the question, are you living the life that they want you to live? Are you adjusting your life so that you can live with the cluster B? What sacrifices are you making on a daily basis to keep the peace? Are we peacemakers? Yeah, we are. Because if you're, you're either one of two things, either you're a peacemaker trying to keep the trains running on time, not trying to trigger the cluster B, or you're somebody that decides, you know what? I'm going to go to war with them. I'm going to stand up to them and understand that, you know, listen to my podcast, gun toting lunatics did it a couple of years ago. Would you argue with somebody who is holding a gun to you, who is threatening you with a gun or, and or a lethal weapon? Would you argue with them? Ask yourself that question. Endow the situation. It's no different, except there's no gun or there's no knife. And you won't be physically killed, but emotionally you will be. I don't want to argue with a lunatic who's holding a gun to me and threatening me with it. They could shoot me. That gun could go off at any particular time. And this is how you need to frame when you go to war with a borderline and or a narcissist, you will not, under any circumstances, win the argument. If you have, if you've won arguments where a cluster B has admitted defeat, please email me at myinnertorch at gmail.com. And I think there will be cobwebs in my email box on that particular question. I'm very confident that you cannot win against these people because they change the parameters. They change the dynamic of every argument and they become the victim. They shape shift. They are chameleons, emotional chameleons. So they're not hearing you if you're in pain. They will turn it around and they will become, it's called DARVO, look it up, the acronym. They will become inevitably the victim, then it's your problem. Now you're having to make up for something you didn't do. You're having to try to redeem yourself for something that happened to you. You were the person who was hurt. You were the person that wanted to set things straight. And now they're having you set something straight for something they did to you. Think about it. You're living under the thumb of a cluster B. How does it feel? Have you ever won an argument? Myinnertorch at gmail.com. That's a rhetorical question because I can tell you, I don't think I've ever won an argument with my wife. I just haven't. 
And I find myself still going into jade mode, however limited, but I'm still justifying myself. I'm arguing a point. I'm defending myself and I'm explaining myself and I shouldn't have to do that. Cluster B's should be able to say, you know what? Let's talk about this. Let me see what my involvement was in this particular situation. Let me become vulnerable in listening to you and understanding you. They will not do it. It is self-defense mechanism. They can't be vulnerable. They can't let you in. But you have to let them in. You have to let them occupy your every aspect of your being. You are the empty vessel. They are pouring themselves into you. They are becoming you. And they hate you for it. They really do. Especially narcissists. Successes, things that make you happy, people that make you happy are a threat to them. They don't like it. Have you noticed that? You know, if you're successful in your job, if you're celebrating yourself, they don't get it. They just don't. And chances are they will not celebrate you. Why? It's not about them. So think about your life under the thumb of a cluster B. And also, please do leave a five-star review of this podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. This helps expand the reach of these words, which I think are important. I've done over a hundred podcasts now explaining my circumstance, my revelations, my understandings, and I don't expect you to agree with all of them or even some of them. But perhaps you can take something away from my experiences, my insights, my beliefs, and make some of those your own in helping you deal on a daily basis with somebody with borderline, with somebody with narcissistic behavioral disorder or personality disorder. Again, I say it, I hate the labels that we place on people. I really do. Because abuse is not love. It doesn't matter which label it's under. I know it gives us some sort of comfort to know, well, gosh, my significant other, my father, my mother, they're a borderline, they're a narcissist. But do we really know for sure? We probably don't. Maybe it makes us feel better that because they are what they are, but inherently everybody is different. Everybody acts differently. There's no one set of symptoms like with a disease that you can say, yep, they're definitely a narcissist. They're definitely a borderline. It's just not going to happen. So just understand that your relationship is not normal. It's dysfunctional. It's dysregulated. It's disordered. And you have to decide whether you want to continue living under the thumb of a cluster B. New episodes uploaded every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, I appreciate your feedback and your support and making this a successful podcast, if anything, for more people to become illuminated, to raise their consciousness, to make you understand that you are not alone in your trials, tribulations, and battles, 
and that maybe we can all find an answer for our own happiness because inherently that's what we deserve. And if we're not happy in these relationships, which again, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're not, then we need to seek alternative opportunities. We need to find happiness somewhere else. And it may not just be with a person. It may be in a career. It may be in a new direction we take in life. I'm not saying for us to all monkey branch out of this relationship that we have in seeking somebody else. It starts with healing yourself. It starts with believing in yourself. So you don't fall under this spell. Okay. You don't fall under the spell. You see right from wrong. You see that this is not a relationship that's healthy. Be well. And whatever you do, be good. This has been my inner torch.